Hey, this is Disruptor Pills Faster Audio Podcast. I should have prepared for this. This was supposed to be something I do like tomorrow because I was to look up today how to connect these microphones and everything, set up everything so I can just be recording on the phone on the go. Yeah, but I, I thought I would figure that out today, then record tomorrow, then I just figured it out today, so I haven't prepared nothing for this. And we're hoping these ones will be going for like, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes at least, if it go well for like uh, an hour, say. We'll also be like uh, interviewing a whole bunch of people, we'll be using this to do a whole bunch of things, so I don't even know how to start or how to like... Uh, put this out yeah but my name is you joe meach i'm a creative director disruptor pills disruptor pills a creative agency in nairobi what we specialize in is product design music videos you feel me advertising creative you see it's a creative agency so we do everything paint but we're really struggling to master blender because this is a company that's once once after we really want to get in because we're in africa bro you need anything and everything that could add to you people producing content like uh i don't know we need we need to have everything on there bro like uh we need cgi into film and the reason we need cgi into film is just to cover just to cover ground bro we need to cover ground we need to do things also uh our competitors are not doing i don't know why i'm putting this here you know what i like about cgi is you either hire people you have to learn this stuff and even if you hire people you have to learn it to a degree to guide them on what you really want out of things you feel me so i feel like cgi is the most like uh, leveling playing ground of all creative fields you feel me because when you talk about like painting bodies people who started painting when they were young you feel me also cgi i'd say cgi also but i think my issue here comes with like film see if i'm a paps i could get my kid like uh, a redacted camera automatically he's out down you in the market because people want video chopper bro so with cgi it's kind of difficult to outdo because we both have to start learning how to model how to light you don't use no extra software so I just thought of how maybe that could be, uh, what do you call it? You could use more superior computers. If you use like a computer worth like a mil, and I'm using a computer worth like a hundred K, okay, there'll be a difference, but not really, bro. Like, cause even if I'm using a more expensive computer with CGI, I have to learn still, do you understand? That the quality of work coming out, the render is not determined by the price of the computer. The computer helps you do it quicker. That's interesting. I've never thought of that. I've never completed that thought to the end where I just thought with a faster computer, a more expensive computer, someone will be faster with CGI. Not necessarily, bro. Because, say, if I've put in like 800 hours of working on CGI Blender, right? And you have a new computer, you have a hundred dollars, bro. There's not, bro. I'm still making rounds around you, like this is not. But if you have a redacted 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I can still ace you with my little camera, but you get the point though. Like, I, I the pick in, improves or increases your market value in the game and your rates. A better computer, even if I have a million dollar computer, does not increase my market trade in a game with CTI. So that makes CTI very, uh, to me, it's like the best level playing ground to play in if you want to like get into art and seriously. And something else you want to like get into CTI about is the price of making films, bro. Like we have a few projects coming in and we've like scripted everything done but now the thing that's making us not even like send this or haven't sent the scripts out way earlier than today is the pricing bro like a part of us wishes we had like a setup strategies way before to where we don't have to have the client pay so we move on strategy to create content where we have plans that pays back I don't know in the future right now it compounds into something else the fact that I have to ask for money up front bro one thing I know for sure is it will break relationships like I'm I just know that like there's some people right now I'm just enjoying them calling and but I know like I'm enjoying them calling me as much as possible because I know as as soon as as soon as I introduce prizes, the pigeons fly. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just, I don't know. It's unfortunate, but that's the creative industry, you feel me? It just, it's just something you have to deal with. It's, uh, I don't know, bro. It's just one of those things you have to deal with. You, you don't have much on it, like, uh, there's nothing much you can do about that, stuff like that. You, know, you understand? Yeah, so I don't know. I'll probably lose like 18 friends <laughs> this coming week. <laughs> but it's cool. It sells. Someone told me if you have uh, 20 clients and you're charging like, uh, say, and say you make like, I don't know, uh, $1,000 from them every month, say. And then you increase your prices or you introduce price increase your prices in this case if you introduce your prices like increase your prices on it say to where uh you say you're charging at a hundred dollars now you're like uh i don't know 150 or something bring that to like now you're earning i don't know two thousand let's say two thousand dollars now but because it's because you increased your uh, price pricing, you increased your pricing to where uh, ten clients left, or half your client list left. So if you had ten making a thousand, now you have five. But because you increased your prices with these five, you have better quality of work. Uh, more committed, dedicated clientele, which is not necessarily because, bro, the higher amount of money you got, don't mean you have like human uh, decorum. <laughs> you feel me? But you understand what I'm saying, though. So if I can get two thousand shillings with five clients, it should be better than getting a thousand dollars 
with 10 clients so if you're losing clients you're growing i guess <coughs> i don't like it though i don't like the feeling that comes with the fact that i have to negotiate my way out of a friendship to get a deal i hate business man i hate business but i think it's in the same breath that we hated art just the fact that you used to open up after effects and that thing was staring at you like it's goliath and it's not even one of those david stories because you have no stones you have no stone in this fight you have nothing david had god and stones bro. you have nothing you're just staring at after effects and bro and here's the thing bro when we uh when we put learning all these things there's like this this thing you come across and it like bro it's like the one thing about art that will break your heart bro like uh i don't even know if i should tell you people this because i suffered a lot and i came to realize this i really suffered a lot and i realized this to where i don't know I really like talking about this sometimes. I don't know why I'm doing this. I just have to do this somehow. I don't know. I speak a lot, bro. I do. And right now, I just be like uh, talking to like, I don't know. You feel me? I be talking to home value, like the homies. But I figured I could capitalize on some of this. When I, do it. I have this theory where we have to capitalize on like everything. So... I was about to tell you about this, what I realized about like uh, art is they tell you art is for the rich bro, art is for the rich and the very wealthy, the very rich and the very wealthy, cause there's something about art where the more successful artists, how they start is, you work for free, like you have to have mastered your craft enough to you where you just want to spread it. You just want to throw it out like it's confetti. And if we look at it back in the day, I don't have like the name because I didn't prepare for this. I just, this is not even supposed to happen, bro. But so back in the day as an artist, if I was to, if I wanted to make it as an artist back in the day, so what I'd do is, uh, I would make a couple of paintings. I would paint for a while, make sure a bunch of my paintings have gone out. Then after a few styles, I started like infusing into the paint where there's branding and identity for himself. Such and such paintings from the homie. So I have a little bit of credibility. I have like 10, 3, 4, 5 people in every hood that kind of know me. I'm kind of like adding sauce to it just so you get the point. So when I have a situation like that as an artist, now what I do is I look at the land I'm in. Who's the most influential person on this land? Do you understand? Now, what I do when I get the most influential person in the land is I paint him some pieces. Sister King, cheerful, whatever. I study them the same way I would study. It's like I commission myself without even them knowing and when I finished my commissioned work that I gave to myself for them I wait for like a special event or something then I also a plumber and then there's one of the people that's going to gift the king so it could be an event a ceremony say and in this event there's kings wealthy merchants you understand 
Like it's only the top of the top, cream of the cream, the top of the top that gives the king in the pan. You go get from the churches, from the priests, from the witches, from the whoever, from the bandits, everybody's coming to get the king. But guess what? You also there with like a few paintings and you're going to get the king. Now, I don't know if you see where this is going. Bro, I never want to talk about stuff like this. I don't know, cause sometimes it stresses me the bro. It stresses me the f out, and sometimes it motivates me so much that it's stressful. <laughs> you see, so either way, it stresses me. Understand? But imagine in that event. Understand? So you are a kid. You just finished high school. I'm just assuming they never had high school back in the day when there was kings and the kingdoms. But just roll with me. Just whatever high school was back in the day, you just completed that. As you sit it there, you're going to become a doctor. After that, you're going to like apprentice after a couple of doctors. So you're going to get money after this. After a few years, a couple months, I don't know how long it took for, it took for medicine school back in the day. But now you have paper, bro. So guess what? After you've stacked up a bit, you also want to get into painting. Who you go for? You go for that dude that was there when you he came and gave to the king. Because now his status is forward now. He's the best PR in the world. So for like, say myself as a director under, under this structure appeal, we have like missions like this. Like, it's, I call it strategic giving, where you know it's not like you work for free, but it's a long game. It's a check that'll come after a couple months, couple years. So it's not free, it's just free right now. So it's just no pain right now. It's long money. It's win a game to like play the long game, and that's why I, the other day I was thinking how most designers are really painters because if you're playing the long game you're painting on the side but you need something that paints right now because still art is uh, for the very rich and the world understand so unless you have like a trust fund you can just be out here galvanizing with paint talking about one or two or whatever you're talking about you feel me And I've been remembering this point I was second off the cuff, but yeah. So yeah, with CGI, so I was trying to connect this with like CGI and like freedom. Cause CGI now, how this comes into this is for you to go film, you need a budget, some some kind of a budget. Or after a while, you need a budget because you start producing similar similar work or something like that. Now with CGI, you just sit in a quick. Now the budget you that used to go out there and film film, you use it to like upkeep and everything. So you just there to screen and you work every single hour that you can master. You work because it's now on the screen now. And how the CGI canvas works, it's so limited to your creativity and your imagination, bro. Imagine that. 
So you know, at, in film we can be limited by a budget, which you are too in CGI. But if you're a creative person, CGI has no limit. If you're just a smart creative person, CGI has no limit. Now, if I have two mediums, one I require to have the same equipment as CGI in that you need a laptop, you need a camera, you need you need technical equipment. So we put it dancing around the same, you feel me? As as uh, as film. But then with film we have to go outside. Now going outside requires logistics. And once you put in logistics we well then it requires other people, you understand? So CGI requires other people too because it comes to voicing and stuff but by the time you need like by the time you need other people in film is sooner than when by the time you need other people in CGI if it's about growing an audience I would actually suggest someone go CGI first one reason why because if you learn CGI film is a walkover so that's something else they don't tell you bro like if you learn CGI film is a walkover like it doesn't even matter bro like film is just something you do it's like when you make a cake a full cake you can whip up a pancake real quick i'm not saying film is the pancake too what but you understand the technical skills you require to make something worthwhile with cgi bro you just need about a quarter of that in film but not necessarily because sometimes film and cgi they intertwine man they intertwine, then what now? Understand? Then what now? Yeah, so CGI enables you to be a real artist in a digital age, basically. Like uh, myself, I'm learning like all about like this pencil and like how to make to be into 3D so that you can finesse a bunch of things and still create art as you're learning how to pull out like full conceptual 3D projects, you understand? But then the thing about this is with CGI, I become a painter. They call it digital painter, but I don't care, I'm a painter. You become Picasso, bro. So you can now start studying the artists of back in the day and like refining their ways and like, do you feel me? so that you don't uh, I know times have changes but the, the, the concepts like say they are piecing things but now you could do pieces for like influence or whoever the king of the day is the, the concepts of the artists of back in the day they work to right now things like mastery like you have to be a Picasso to be Picasso to get Picasso attention you, get, you need to have Picasso pieces to get basket attention, you need to have basket pieces, you understand? To get pool lock attention, you need to have pool lock pieces, pool lock experience, you feel me? Pool lock mistakes, because if you watch the documentaries, it's from him painting every single day of his life for years and years and years and years. And nothing coming out of it until one time the paint dripped off the canvas a little to the side and he made this pattern to where he 
did it. He made, he met the mistake a couple more times, and he picked up on the whole new canvas, and he went bananas. When the wife came in the evening to see what he was doing, bring him a couple of a a a a, a couple of food, a couple of uh, porridge, and or porridge or tea, coffee, whatever. When she saw this canvas, she told him like, bro. You've stumbled of something. You've hit the crowd so hard that they, the game will know. And at this time, he had beef, internal beef. Like, he was trying to compete with Picasso and whatever painters were out at the time. But now this was his time now because he was there every single day. This mistake happened because he made a habit so much that, I don't know, there's something in art that... <clears throat> Many homies talk about this every time. Like every time we go shoot something, we have a plan. But just because we went to the set and showed up, what we had just becomes 10% of what we eventually end up with. It's, uh, it's amazing. You have to see, like, uh, even me saying it to you, does not even paint that picture as it's supposed to be painted. Man. I don't know. So now there's this sample. So, and if you see, like, this is something that. You know, I'm talking about right now is happening, but then it's a concept that back in the day, like the artists that worked the most got rewarded the most. It's like you had to be like an exception. But even if you're an exception, like say even if you're very good at art, but you calm your fast project goes, say your designer said, he still, you, you can't tell me designer don't have and adds to put out another another record like panda bro and he knows like even if you you come into the game he's marvelous exorbitant and it's received really critical acclaim say you loud and heal it's okay that happens but for you to stay in the game bro you need to put in the time, you need to know yourself, you need to know your artist, you need to know your patterns, your work, you need to know, it's a whole bunch of things, but I'm even just talking as a student to the game, I don't have no work to speak on, like to stand on, to say these things, I just have projects I'm working on that are Googleable by the way, this was a pillage that you can tell I'm a student of everything I'm trying to talk about. I thought this podcast would go so many other ways. <laughs> it's amazing that he's just he's staying in he's staying in art. I thought it'd go to like women and like you hear me? But it's cool. I should do a piece on how art is similar to a woman, bro. That would be one of those. I'm still cooking in my head. Either art, how art is like a woman, or art is like a muse or something. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, man. So yeah, moving like the artists from the '80s. I don't know, just the artists from back in the day. But applying that for today to achieve a like creative freedom, artistic freedom, financial freedom mental freedom physical freedom i'm talking a kind of about all types of freedoms bro to me when i was young and i was dreaming up like doing art and all these things like rts things i just thought of it as freedom bro because you never really know what an artist is doing 
he's a strong disappears comes out with work whether in the public eyes famous people we see or people you know locally you feel me and that is just is amazing because you I don't know, I grew up in a family where I had working parents, I still do. God bless, you understand? <laughs> and I think the fact that they go to work every day, every day, at this time, this time is dope. And I respect the discipline, right? But I think also coming from that, it just makes you look at this other hobo like living where you set your own everything and it's amazing so only two people have this that i've seen for movies and in like real life and like what we've been taught in school is that only business people and artists creatives have this type of, of living where it's say that they create a, a creatively something or it's, it's basically it's the two creative people and business people they set that time live however they live but then you come to realize one thing is it just an art trying to do that is it takes a lot to look like that's how you live it you understand because it takes master it takes like when you see an artist outside you're probably happy to see them because that acting about them you understand but he's outside they outside he or she or nah fuck the days man no damn just the, I'm not going to like increase my vibe here just to accommodate like I did not even want to learn English you understand I never wanted to go to school to learn him on her in the first place now for me to learn there but that's topic for a whole other this today we're in art today and I know the brothers have like bro one time nah but that's a story for another day too bro but now what I was saying Tell me I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, it takes a lot for you to be that person who's just seen as independent, set his own time, does his own things, get his money, his good work, social status, every project you put out seems to improve your social standing, corporate standing, professional career standing, networking standing. You feel me? It takes a lot, bro. It takes hours of solitude. It takes hours of try and fail. It takes hours of like dreaming and see through. You have to like see some of your babies die. Babies' ideas, great ideas. You have to like, bro. I don't even know how to tell you, bro, how to start this. But it takes a lot. Like, it, one thing you should realize is the more you see someone, the more freedom. You see someone, you, you you perceive as though someone has, the more into slavery they are about, like, what they're doing, bro, like, oh my god, you have no idea, I'll give, like, a personal example of this, just, uh, I don't even like doing that, the, the personal example thing, because I'm still a kid, bro, what am I talking about, <laughs> I feel like kid, bro. I believe you grow, you grown as person when you're fully independent. You understand? So I'm not fully independent. I'm still there's things. I'm still learning. I'm still. I'm just getting into like financial literacy, like to really understand the money now. Cause after you got the paint right, 
now you can paint as you learn the money that's the best thing in the world like you just paint as you learn the money so i'm always painting listening to podcasts writing notes coming up with like plans like to get money on the side and like this podcast for example but then what i was talking about is the competence it takes for you to be a free person and the work that goes behind it the growth that goes behind all that to where you even wonder if the free people are are really the free ones and are the slaves the free i don't know would you rather like uh, northern drink terms usually has this thing where he asks people do you like to be independent or do you like to work on that label he himself says he works likes to work on that label because the budget is there everything is basically set out for you there's people who are paid to set a structure for you and it's working it's what work is proven because this is a di- you have like a th- like the whole pipeline works for you and it's paid to do that for you you understand they have goals they reach it all would you want to be independent now independent means you have uh, if it's, you have self, you have all these people that would have worked for you in you in one way or another in you or you have way to source them to get in you so you make the decision for them to move my which is an artist i think you would rather just go work for somebody you understand you you you, you i would i would i would bro i'm i don't even know what i'm like i would but he's the thing though like he's the cat 22 i don't know what's what cat 22 i gotta google that because that really came in there like really 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 doubly I'm googling on a PC by the way if you're wondering it's called a catch 22 situation a catch 22 is a problem for which the only solution is denied by circumstance inherent in the problem or by the rule for example let's say that is too complicated for the kid but I need like some simple things to read it's like 10 it's 11 right now i've been doing this for like an hour almost so it made it chill come on come on come on come on let me open uh, chat gpt bro this is not one of those like uh anyway here here's what it brought us so we're here now oopsie Yeah, but that's the cat 22 though, bro. Like, I could work for a corporation, right? As as a creative, right? I could work for a creative, whether corporate, like a private or not, on a zoo. But the thing about that is, as I, I, however you want, you will never need it, like. Assigned artist is different from an employed artist. See, assigned artist, you kind of have to adhere by the values and the agendas 
principles all be label loosely though you understand but if you're an employed creative you work for the man so you're the hands of the man you're more technical artist but then the fact that you're an artist so you're more technician for the artist now most of the time so the artist could be an individual group maybe so this is my little experience i haven't done much in the art industry to like even be out here talking like this i'm just very industrious growing in between like uh designing and writing i have a minute and uh i thought i could do a podcast in between the others don't like having idle time bro if you have idle time you probably i don't know it leads to like you know the idol mind is the devil's workshop i've never said that in my life before i'm just glad the first time i'm saying it i'm capitalizing on it but then as an independent artist it's tough bro it's tough especially when you don't come from like a very rich world because art is still for the very rich and the wealthy you have to have strategies and strategies and strategies. You have to, your networks need to have net. You need to have networks for your networks. You need to have jobs for your jobs. You need to have skills for your skills. You need to have, I don't know, visions for your visions, dreams for your dreams, bro. Like, it's, it's a war that I don't know how to tell you, bro. It's literally a creative war. When I say a creative war, I don't mean I'm going to war with like other creatives. It means you're going to war with yourself. It means you have to wake up when you say you want to wake up. It means like when I was young, my pops used to tell me like to master math. You have to dream math. You have to like lucid dream math. Everything you started today as you go to bed, you have to like think up numbers and see them play in your head before you go to sleep when you wake up that's what you're thinking and i used to think that was total like what does it mean bro bro i do that every time when i go to bed it's like like yesterday i learned about uv's bro so you view you uh you what do what do you mean me? you see out i need to like look what what you mean but I learned to be my people blood that this is your business, you feel me? And then when I, w- uh, when I went to sleep, I, I literally lucid dreamt that thing. Like everything I watched and practiced, I like replayed it in my head. And I was like, oh, I get what Pops was saying. But why couldn't I do it with math, though? <laughs> but that's a story for another day. <laughs> Yeah, I meant to only do 30 minutes of this, bro. Just to like try the microphone. Ah, bro, I'll be preparing so I come here and just play game. You know, I learn a lot, bro. Like, I've been looking into photography, rock photographers. I have a few rock clients that uh, I want to work with. You, know, you, uh, you understand? And, uh, I'm studying like a whole bunch of rock photographers. Just so I, I get back in the zone. I've looked at like I don't know if I can remember of the, the car for uh, Annie Lelbovitz. 
you know he's known for like iconic portraits of musicians such as like John Lennon, Bob Dylan, Majora. She recently photographed, uh, photographed. Uh, I forget, I forget, I forget, I forget. But uh, then there's Mikrok Majora, known for photographing like David Bowie. David Bowie is a weird character. Photographed the Queen. You know, the Queen is also a photographer, bro. Like she used to photograph with uh, the Laker. They even made like a Laker, like for house and like uh, how you can make like a, a cloth online. And like um, you get what I'm saying. Like they made a Laker. You can go buy a Laker that is the Queen's version, the Queen's line at Laker. Yeah. So Mikrok photograph all these people recently they use photograph like uh he's the one person I really like watch some of his things and do yeah this is extra minutes bro like I don't want this to be like 30 30 minutes it's 36 yeah so he also photographed an Monet with some red uh, background pictures amazing amazing contrast dude is dope contrast then sometimes he like photographs people in the moment these pictures are more like documentary it's, i don't want this to be one of those but yeah you get the point then there's been goldsmith i haven't looked into like lineat nigeria then the danny cleach known for his photographs of Palzan, bruce springsteen tom white you feel me yeah I don't know if I can do this, I can be doing this for like an hour though, bro, like, I'm already tired, <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate you, I appreciate you, if you made it this far, bro, like, check us out, we're young company, we call Disruptor Pill, my name is Eugenio I've been doing this for a while, I think since 2013 or something, it could be going, it could be, I'm in my 10 years, bro, I don't have work to show my 10 years, because stories for another day but I'm I'm here right now and I'm capitalizing on everything the fact that I probably be doing like uh, one of these every other day because I bro I just learn every every day bro so it's one of those that I'm I've been practicing consistency with like the gym it started with the gym then it went to court now it's back to paint now and it's just as a man I think you, you you need to have things that you lean on to like not be bored because when you're bored bro you either get you go go to prison get children like which is not bad like prison help people kids uh whatever but you know care you understand yeah i have really nothing on my bonus but this going straight to all social media catches tomorrow also away from me i don't know what else to talk about we will be here. We'll be here. We'll be here. Yeah. You do meet. Signing out. Let me wait till like 40 minutes. If there's nothing, we just sign out.
Still, you did your major disruptor pill. Signing out.